0: This podcast is being brought to you by DCS Alabama LLC, founded by Patrick Denny. DCS Alabama LLC offers a unique way to identify solid performing investments with the primary targets being commercial and residential real estate, while also searching for those rare small business companies that need a boost to excel. These investments, balanced with high risk against low risk, add diversity to increase one's investment return. Patrick Denny's background in commercial real estate includes disciplines focused in office, retail, industrial, and medical with an emphasis on municipal, state, and federal government consulting for many of his clients. You can find them on the web at dcsalabama.com or give them a call at 205-397-9398.
1: First of all, you were wrong about the software. You can hit mute, and the mute goes out on the iPad while the music is playing. I did it because you said I couldn't. It wouldn't work. And, you know, I don't believe nothing nobody tell me. Yes, I want people to see I'm always right. <laughs> I curve. am always <laughs> That's right. right. That's right. And when I'm not right, you're wrong. <laughs> 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 Joe Freeman has a diverse background in finance and politics. After graduating from Auburn University with a major in political science, he began his career as a rookie stockbroker. After several years at a regional broker-dealer, Joe merged his passion for politics and finance by working as a public finance banker covering Alabama governmental finance needs. Joe is still active in finance with his advisory firm, E.F. Joseph. He has been appointed to serve on numerous administrative and political boards, including the St. Vincent's East Hospital Advisory Board and the Birmingham Jefferson Civic Center Board of Directors. Joe has been active in many nonprofit and civic organizations, including Rotary International, Ducks Unlimited, and Camp smile Joe is married to lovely wife, Lindsay, who he calls his <laughs> peanut queen. They have one daughter. In his free time, he enjoys driving a boat along the Alabama Gulf Coast, and weekend evenings at the Flora Bama.
2: <laughs> That's right, Ava. Joe Freeman, iva, tell me
1: a joke.
2: Oh man, I got a good one for you, Ava. So, right. so you know, I, I was thinking about your show. Thinking about our relationship, uh, you know, politics and having a good time and everything. And I got to thinking. I said, you know, one thing me and I would probably have in common is we're both certified losers <laughs> by the secretary of state of Alabama. <laughs> by the state of Alabama.
1: That is true. Right.
2: That is a fact. That's right.
1: <laughs> what makes me smile?
2: Oh, man. Uh, you know. At this point in my life, what makes me smile? No, it's is, a
1: joke. Oh, what makes oh, me smile? Oh,
2: what? What? Face muscles. Oh, geez. That <laughs> was that good. <laughs> name? That was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> Look
1: here, man. Um, first thing first. I want to glaze. Over our sordid past.
2: (laughs) 10,000 feet, please.
1: We go way back now, man. We do, man. Like. We've known each other a month of Sundays. It's,
2: it's, it's, been, it's been a while. I was thinking about that the other day. I said, man, I can't pinpoint the time when I was introduced to Ivor. Yeah. You know, it just kind of happened.
1: It, it was just, a blur. Yeah. That's yeah. all that yeah, was. Right. Man, we I was, well, I'll, I'll talk about me. I was hard charging. <laughs> you know what I mean? And seriously speaking, you know, I could We cut our teeth together a lot. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Even though I was a little older, um, you helped me meet a lot of people that I would not otherwise know. And you are one of the type of people that make this podcast possible believe it or not Thank um you. as i was thinking about you and preparing for it and it, today and everything i was like you are probably one of the most important people in the state of Alabama that my black friends have <laughs> never <laughs> heard of before <laughs> never seen have no clue who you
2: are you know what i'm saying right and and likewise for your sure, white friends. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> and that's that's what I think our relationship's so cool, man. You know? And and it
1: always has been. <clears throat> and the first thing I wanna ask is like we, you know, like we we kind of boom grew, but I don't know your story. I right. don't know your history. And like, I would love to know, like. Your parents. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, where'd you grow up? Yeah. Um, you know, were you a band geek or a football player? <laughs> like right. I I really as much as I love you and we can pick up right. And
2: d- I don't know. Well no, that's story. the thing, is just we just jump right into having fun and we never get a chance to really d- dive into each other's past and you know where we came from. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah, man. So <clears throat> I grew up in trustful. Okay. Um, you know, graduated from Trustful High School, class of 99. Okay. Uh, my class was kind of the first class that was the first Clay-Shotville versus trustful split. Okay. So I, I, I played football for uh, Jack Wood out there. And okay. And I played in the first – well, actually, I was a bench warmer in the first <laughs> you at Trustful clay shotville game, <laughs> which we lost, unfortunately. But Nevertheless, I was on the bench the whole game. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, I'm the oldest of three. Okay. Uh, I've got a uh, brother over in Atlanta. Uh, he's in finance as well. Okay. Uh, I've got a sister here in town. <clears throat> She's in finance as well. So really? It all kind of started with both my parents. Uh, both of them came out of the banks, the regional banks here. Uh, gotcha. They met at the predecessor to South Trust Bank, which is Birmingham Trust National Bank, uh, back in the 70s. I was about to say, I don't remember that. Yeah, bank.
1: yeah. Yeah, that, that bank predates so, my memory. So
2: it's like, you know, my mother was doing internal audit. My father was working on, on the investment portfolio side of the bank. <clears> okay. And then I kind of grew up around finance. Yeah. You know, it was so cool. My, my, my father worked for uh, Stern Age and Leach here in town. Yeah. Uh, which is now owned by Stiefel. But as a kid, you know, we'd go up to the Tommy at, at, I M. Mean, South Harbor building where Stern Age's headquarters were. Yeah. And I'd see my father on the trading desk, you know, buying and selling bonds. He was buying on, on one end, selling on the other end. Yeah. And it was just so cool. And that's kind of how I... Fell into the whole finance world. I didn't even <clears>
1: know <throat> they had a trading floor here. Back in here. the day, yeah, that's how it day, happened.
2: You had the traders were on an elevated position, and you had the salesman down in the lower area. Yeah. So the traders would write their positions up on a dry race board for the sales desk to know what positions they were taking. Wow. Yeah, I man, it was. This was like in the nineties,
1: man. Yeah. Yeah. Pre pre computer. Right. I mean, you still had that. your
2: basic stuff, you know, yeah. order entry and whatnot. But yeah, that's that's kind of the way it was done. Okay, I just thought it was so cool. So yeah, and
1: and that's that was it. Now, were you like you you played football, but in in elementary school and in middle school were you the athlete no, then No,
2: I'm uncoordinated as all get out, man. I mean, really <laughs> When I was playing football, they never gave me the ball. I That's why you were riding the bitch those yeah. first years. <laughs> yeah.
1: So we went through high school yeah. and then like was Auburn a family thing? Yeah. It's a, Okay, it's a,
2: it's a family thing for me. Um <clears throat> so I grew up going to Auburn football games. Yeah. Um you know Technically, I lived my first year of life in Auburn. Okay. My father ran the South Trust Branch down on Opelika Road in Auburn. Okay. Okay. so it was just a a family thing for me. Right, right, right. You know, I tried to spread my wings and go to different colleges and thought about going to different colleges, but ultimately, Auburn was family to me. Yeah. So that's just what I loved. Yeah. So all three of my siblings, we all went to Auburn as well. Okay. Yeah.
1: Now, who was notable at Auburn while you were there?
2: So, I started Tommy Tuberville's first year.
1: Oh, gotcha, gotcha, So, we, gotcha. we were
2: the fear of the thumb. Yeah. senior year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I love me some Tommy Tuberville right now. Right. Before then, I hated Tommy Tuberville because of that That's right. bullshit That's right, right there. That's right. Like, we never, what was that,
2: six years
1: uh-huh. in a row. I know you were in heaven.
2: Oh, it was great, man. <laughs> Those are the best years to be in college, and Cadillac Williams and all that stuff. It yeah. was awesome. Yeah. It was a great
1: time. Outstanding. Yeah. And so, right out of college... What was your first job?
2: So I started at Morgan Keegan out of college. Okay. <clears throat> I was a rookie stockbroker at Morgan Keegan. And Dream
1: job, right out the 24 gate. 24
2: years old, 23, 24 years old, and my job was to dial for dollars. Yeah. You know, just smile and dial. Smile, <laughs> and, <laughs> smile and dial. man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You call all your friends, all your family, and then you just start cold calling.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: So you get rejected more than you do going out of the bar trying to pick up a girl, man. You just got to be ready to rock and roll. I've never thought of it,
1: but that and and me selling cars probably numbed us right to a lot you know what right. I'm saying like rejection rejection yeah. is just a part of that's that's part of life yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so it's like you you're used to the nose yeah and as i'm I'm thinking about this now kind of out loud but I'm dealing with you know mentoring people or even peers at this point yeah who don't like to say no or deliver bad news or, you know, tell you they have to let you down or something. It's like, it's this thing. And it's like, it's so insignificant to no, me. I, that's you that's know. part
2: of life. That's the way I view life. You know, yeah. you got you to roll with the punches and you got to keep on fighting, man. Yeah. You know?
1: Now, I need to know. I'm, I'm trying to make sure I have indicted every I and every right, T right. so that I can get that bullshit out of the way <laughs> so I can move to how do you call your wife peanut? I, that, it's like that is the only reason we're here right now. <laughs> Where, how did that come about? So
2: just a quick story about how I met my wife. Please, you please. You knew me back in my day when when, you know, I was a, I guess we were big stud, stud horses in the field. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. And we, were, and we were having a lot of fun doing a it. A lot yeah. of fun. Yeah. So I was at an Auburn football game. Okay. <clears throat> and I'm with some friends. And, you know, I, I'm just talking to any girl that looks good that's walking by at the bar. The <laughs> bar in the corner right at right Used there too, to rejection. Or... It don't matter. Yeah, it don't matter. Keep rolling, baby. Keep rolling. And so uh, I saw this group of girls, good-looking girls. There was four or five of them. And I elbowed my buddy. I said, "Hey, watch this. I'm gonna go see which one wants to have a good time tonight." <clears throat> he said, "No, you know I'm ready to go home." I said, "Just, just watch me." So I went up to him and I said, <laughs> "Hey, you. I said, hey, uh, I bet all you girls are, are, are married." And they all looked at me. You know, with a scowl. What makes you think that? I said, "Cause y'all look bored as hell." That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Married women are bored as hell." <laughs> and so the single ones immediately popped up. <laughs> and I said, Lindsay, let's go." <laughs>
1: And that was. uh, (laughs) And it's been downhill ever since. Yeah, well, she's been my savior. It's been downhill for her. It's been uphill for you and downhill for her ever since. So, how did we get to Peanut? So,
2: uh, her family is peanut farmers down in the Wiregrass. Okay. Big, uh, you know, third generation peanut farmers.
1: Okay. And okay. so,
2: uh, you know, so I always joke, <laughs> I, I always joke to everybody in town about her being my peanut queen. But <laughs> yeah. now if you go down to the wiregrass and you really say that, you ruffle some feathers. That's, because because they're real serious, peanut queen. That's serious stuff down there. So. Yeah. So I'm at a wedding. One of her friends is getting married. And I just said, yeah, this is my, you know, my peanut queen the wife. girl was the Lord queen. have mercy, she was a real peanut queen. <laughs> oh, man. Uh-uh. <laughs> you don't do that. No. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah. So tell us the story of the proposal.
2: Oh wow. Set it up. So I reached out to my friend that was with me. He had since been gotten married. His name's Andy. <clears throat> I said, "Andy, here's what I'm thinking about doing. I want you to be there to witness this since you were there when I met her." This is 3 or 4 years later. Gotcha. Yeah. I said, "Let's set this thing up. Let's go down to Key West. You get your wife, I'll get my girlfriend." And we'll see how this thing plays itself out. (laughs) See how it plays (laughs) itself out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know. It was a chance uh, it might not You know, I hadn't really teed it up. I'd talked to her father about it. Her father would just kind of like, well, you know, she's my fourth daughter, so I've I've been through this before. You know, I guess you're a good guy. I hadn't heard anything bad about you. Yeah. I said, well, thank goodness you don't come to Birmingham. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So we go down to uh, Key West. We got delayed in Miami. I lose my cool because I am I had everything checked off the way I wanted it to go. Of course. Because, you know, you know this, is, this is it for me. I'm, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm tying it up. I'm done. Yeah, yeah. So we get down there. I grab my buddy. I said, look, let's go do a bunch of shots for the next couple hours. Don't tell your wife what we're doing. But when we get back from doing shots, I'm going to hit my knee and I'm going to do the deal. <clears throat> and so sure enough, I got on one knee. Well, the problem was I forgot to ask the question. That's <laughs> So, you're my just on wife, your knee? Yeah, I'm on my knee, and everybody's and like, just looking? Oh, What's going on here? And then, so Ashley, my friend's wife, says, Joe, are you going to ask the question? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I said, Oops, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> what do you marry me? <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah, so, it was really cool. I, uh, my mother let me use my grandmother's uh, engagement ring that my grandfather uh, got from good. Bromberg's in 1950. It still had Bromberg's inside the ring. Oh, that's so beautiful. he proposed to my grandmother at the clock at Loveman's, McWayne Center now. Yeah, and actually took it to Bromberg's. It's a shout out to Bromberg's. I took it to Bromberg's and they serviced it. Hey Frank, they they they, they serviced it free of charge. Wow, seventy that's years beautiful. later.
1: Yeah, that's beautiful.
2: So it was cool. Yeah, yeah.
1: And um, now, what has changed? in being a father.
2: Oh man, your whole perspective on life. Yeah. I mean especially <clears> the <throat> daughter. You're real nervous, you know, your wife's pregnant, you know, everything's kinda going the way you want it to. And, you know, all, all of a sudden, boom. Yeah. <clears throat> you got another life you're responsible for. Yeah. You yeah. know, so it's 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 beyond time to grow up.
1: It's beyond time yeah. to grow up. It's, yeah.
2: It's it's now time to be the man. Yeah. And take charge. Yeah. And so I guess that was what was surprising to me was just rolling with the punches, man. Again, <clears throat> you know, yeah. you're scared to death, you're nervous, uh, you don't know what to expect. Everybody else has been doing it. Humankind's been doing it for, you know, hundreds of thousands of years, so you're not the first one. Yeah, right. This. Right. <laughs> but right. you think you are. <laughs> yeah.
1: Are you are you finally past the point, like, you know, for at first you think you're gonna break her. Right. And then it's like you're like uh, she's
2: not gonna break. Well, I mean, that's the thing, I, I, I was always nervous holding other people's small children. Yeah, because I didn't know how to hold them. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't realize they're kind of malleable. You know, they're kind of like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> you don't have to shift the weight yeah, a little bit, yeah, but yeah, that, yeah. Right,
1: yeah.
0: This podcast is being brought to you by the Jones Group. The Jones Group is a full-service government relations and strategic communications firm specializing in political corporate, and nonprofit consulting at the local, state, and federal levels. Their commitment to every client is twofold, providing trusted service and desired results. The Jones Group has built a national reputation that stands for integrity, efficacy, service, and results. You can find them on the web at www.jonesgroupllc.com.
1: Now, what is
2: your favorite charity? Uh, right now, I would say Children's Hospital. Um, <clears throat> just through my involvement uh, with Camp Smile a Mile, kind of got exposed to the pediatric oncology group over there. Yeah. Now, having a child, I've got other friends that are involved heavily with Smile a Mile. Uh, one of my friends is on the advisory board for uh, for the Children's Hospital. Yeah, and I guess having a kid, that just kind of elevates where your re- resources go or what your time is for. Yeah. Um, so my my child's first birthday. <clears throat> She got RSV, respiratory virus yeah. stuff. So she had to be admitted to Children's. Okay. And watching your child be poked and prodded for her betterment and for her, you know, survival. Yeah. Like that's just a – it's a painful to watch, but then knowing that you have the staff there, yeah. the, that resources, you know, regional, statewide, nationwide is tops. Yeah. It's very comforting. It is. You know? It is. Yeah.
1: Well – if you don't answer one of these questions, you're making an additional donation to <laughs> Smile a Mile. But they are easy. They yeah, are easy. That's right. Well, I say they're easy. I usually get me a little donation out of here, and I think I know where it's going to come from. I'll
2: tell you a quick story about Smile a Mile. Yeah. <clears throat> so years ago, I was on. I I took my father's spot on the board. Okay. A Smile a Mile. Uh, that's
1: cool. I took my dad's spot on the board for the Cancer Society. Oh, really?
2: And it was just, I right. know that feeling. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah. So so I got to thinking, gosh, I'm the youngest guy on the board by 15, 20 years. Yeah. Um, I'm going to start a junior board. Yeah. So, I, so I did. So I got a lot of my friends that, were, you know, had some wealth or or had families that could contribute to the organization. Mm-hmm. And I i think some of the folks got upset with me because they thought it was my drinking club. <laughs> 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 like, this is, <laughs> Joe just doing this for <laughs> a drinking you know? couldn't fathom that I'm you like, were no, actually doing you know, it. We're going to drink, we're going to write checks, you know? Yeah, we're yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah. Regions Park or Rickwood Field? You got to go with the history of Rick, Rickwood, man. I mean, I love, I love the, the amenities at Regions, but you got to go with the history. I, I'm a big history nerd and you got to go with the history and the fact that, what the city's about to pull off with the Major League Baseball. Yeah. That's going to be an incredible experience, I think. Yeah.
1: You a history nerd, too.
2: I am. I mean, that was kind of my reason for political science. Yeah. Was I was started out as a finance major. Yeah. And I finally came to, came to a point where I said, gosh, I've got to graduate. Yeah, yeah. And you got to do homework when you're in finance. Yeah. I'm not a big homework guy. Yeah. So poli-sci, I was just a nerd, and I could just show up and take the finals and be done <laughs> with it. <you> know? <laughs> Yeah. I know where you're
1: going with that. Yeah. <laughs> Botanical gardens or railroad park?
2: Oh, well, I, I do laps around railroad park a couple times a week right now. Um, I'm, I'm going to come with you. Yeah, come you got to let me know come what on. time
1: you go. Protective stadium or legacy arena?
2: Oh, that's a tough one to see because <clears throat> I watched both of them. I was on the board while both of them were constructed. Yeah. And I'm going to have to go with the stadium, man, just because I was fr- – the project manager was Neil Cottle. You okay. know, he was backup quarterback at Auburn to Cam Newton. Okay. And he married a good, trustful girl.
1: Okay. Yeah. Omar. Okay.
2: Okay. And so, so Neil and I would go have a beer every now and then, and he would give me up to date back of the house what was going yeah. on behind the st- the construction at the stadium. So yeah. mm, I just have a more intimate knowledge of what happened at the stadium. I mean, the re- the arena is awesome.
1: Right. I right.
2: Mean, it's like Las Vegas style. It is right, great. Right.
1: But right.
2: I guess just because. I watched everything happen, and yeah, you knew, Neil and I were drinking. You looked buddies. at
1: the nails, right. and Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. the guts. And yeah, uh, guess what happened right. today? And yeah, you yeah. have a more intimate feel. Crossplex or Legion Field?
2: Ooh, I guess just the f- the football legacy at Legion Field, man. All right, you, know, you can't beat that.
1: Birmingham Zoo or McWayne Science?
2: Center? See, that's tough because we're members at both. Mm. <clears throat> My 2-year-old loves both. Uh-huh. Yeah. She's in the zebras now. Okay. She loves zebras too. Yeah. Uh, but she also loves the tiny Itty Bitty Birmingham over at the McWayne Center. Okay. But I guess I got to go with the outdoor nature at the zoo. Okay. So, yeah. Prince or Michael Jackson. Ooh, that's tough. Uh. I'm thinking what would be more popular with the chicks? <laughs> no, <from> <laughs> you know, what are the ladies most the most? Biggie or Tupac. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. Uh man. I'm gonna go with Biggie. All right. Yeah. Slough's furnace or Vulcan Park? Oh, that's tough, see. I mean that's two major hist- historical uh-huh. sites. Um <clears throat> I'm going to go with uh, Vulcan Park. I just like the the history of the statue and where it's been. You know, it was kind of dismantled and left to, uh, I guess, deteriorate for so long. Yeah. And it was put on a pedestal and then taken down again and then rebirthed. Mm -hmm. And it's a beautiful part now. My my wife did Junior League of, of Birmingham. Okay. She was what they call the docent, which is basically the advisor, the tour guide. Volunteer oh. tour guide of Vulcan Park. Okay, so I would get like behind the scenes tours. Yeah, she was giving like the Boy Scouts and stuff tours of Vulcan Park. Yeah, yeah. I tell you what, I, like. yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah.
1: I got me a li- right. remind me to tell you my I Vulcan know. story.
2: Yeah, I know. <laughs> I can imagine where you are going. Yeah.
1: Barons or squadron?
2: Uh, I like the squadron new in town, uh, but you got to go with the again with the history, man. The yep. history.
1: Legion or Stallions?
2: Ooh, see, I'm a big Stallions guy.
1: Uh, I
2: mean, it's just, you know, when they made that announcement, when USFL came to town, all the Fox Sports executives, I got to meet them all. Yeah. It was just so cool. Yeah. Uh, Reggie Bush came in. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I, I'm just a Stallions guy. And I remember the Stallions back in the day, too. So, right, right. Yeah.
1: Alabama State or Alabama A&M? Ooh.
2: I've got more friends that went A and M, so I'm gonna go with A and M.
1: Okay. See, yeah. I thought that was the one that was gonna get you with no, the with no, the. hey, no, no,
2: no. I, 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 I've tailgated at the Magic City Classic.
1: I know, but yeah. I was just saying, I thought I thought you were gonna, mm. you know, stay neutral with with I just Alabama. Got more, I
2: just got more friends at it, it, from A It A&M, is man. what it is.
1: Yeah. Um. I told you I wanted to get you here for two reasons. Number one, to tell you how much I love you and how much I appreciate you and learn about you. But I also have a question for you. Yeah. With you being on the BJCC board, I want to know, are you guys trying to position Birmingham and Central Alabama in the state? As a sports and entertainment town, or or am I going too far? No,
2: you're not going too far. Um what's coming <clears> down <throat> the
1: pipeline and give us an insight of what and, and here's another thing. Let me say this really quick. I want more of you on the board. Thank you. Not just because you're tall and handsome.
2: <laughs> I'm tall, but but, but, handsome.
1: but, but <laughs> yeah. young. Progressive right. thinking, know what's going on in other cities, not just close-minded. I I love Houston being on that board. I I would just love to see some more young talent on there. But with that being said, tell me where is the board going? What what are you bringing to Birmingham, so, and how does it benefit us as a city, and and not just you know people? Oh, they just doing this and.
2: So let's 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 focus on some things that have just happened recently. Okay. <clears throat> so we've got some legislation that uh, Senator Wagner introduced and passed that expanded our board. Okay. That went from a nine member board to an eleven member board. Okay. What that did was uh, that put Tommy Brigham on the board. Okay. Uh, businessman UAB Booster. <clears throat> okay. That also put a representative from the Convention Visitors Bureau. On our board as well. Okay. Our chairman, BJCC chairman, sits on the CVB. Mm-hmm. So they felt like they needed representation that they didn't have on our board. Okay. So we've got more people. We've got more minds going through the process now. Sure. The other thing is we're foking, fo- focusing more on, on, on business leaders in the community contributing to our board. Okay. And doing more outreach into the community and to our partners
1: as okay. well. Okay. What does that mean?
2: <clears throat> so basically it means... We're going to have a lot more communication with, for instance, Protective Life, mm-hmm. uh, UAB Football, mm-hmm. uh, USFL, and all the partners that we have that use our facility. Mm, gotcha. Um, it's going to be a big outreach effort that I think you're going to see here in the coming months. Okay. If not fully next year. Okay. Um, so, so we understand that we need to do a better job as a board communicating with our partners. Yeah. So, gotcha. so, so that's coming down regionally uh, with the the start uptown development. All The Caraway redevelopment mm-hmm. and the amphitheater—I uh, think you're going to see that whole area just just boom. It's going to blow everybody's mind. What's about to happen in North Birmingham?
1: Stay right there for a second. I want—I want to dig deep on that. Yeah. Most people, I'm going to say me. I'm—I understand the concept of the amphitheater. Sure. I understand the concept that you got all these things going up, so that's going to spark a little re- new retail, whatnot. But what does it mean as far as a an overall plan for the area? How does that impact the homeowners? Sure, good or bad. The, how, <clears throat> traffic? You know what? What are we looking at? And I have to go on record and remind a board member. That Pastor Mike wants to perform first at the uh, at the amphitheater. I'll so do the best I can. Pastor Mike, do the- I I gave you a shout out. I'm trying to get you the first job. That's you know, right. I did my part. That's right. But tell us seriously, tell us how does that impact?
2: So I know? mean, the the valuations of the neighborhood have risen tremendously. Uh, Home values up there. We keep up with some of those numbers over there, and then I talked to other friends who are investing mm-hmm. around the actual site of where the development is, mm-hmm. and they've gone through the roof. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've talked to anybody uh, that's investing in residential areas over there.
1: Well, but- I it was going through the roof before right. th- this announcement, so I can only imagine right. how much more. And um that reminds me, I'm going to have somebody to come on. Be- there's this misconception that higher home values are bad for us, which is insane, I don't even want to go down that road right now, but um we're going to address it, but the home property is going up. What about stores like are you guys bringing in stores, or is it just the amphitheater or what's b j
2: c c We own the property that we bought from corporate Realty. we mm-hmm. own that property. It's basically where the land the helicopter landing pads were based mm-hmm. <clears throat> the old lifesaver helicopters mm-hmm. so we purchased that. Um, that's going to be the BJCC-owned development. Okay. So Live Nation is going to manage it on behalf of the BJCC. Right. Is how it's going to be set up. So you've seen all the schematics. Yeah. Um, You'll have the stage will be facing to the north with the seats facing to the south and the city skyline. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And it'll be, I I think it'll be like none other in the country, really.
1: But, like, what about the, all right, I know the amphitheater goes up. Of course, there's going to be concessions going up. But I'm just asking, is there parking going to go up? Are there retail spaces that are going to go up? I'm just trying to picture this thing.
2: So ideally, we're working with the city. (coughs) Uh, Our staff and executive director down there are working with the city to kind of come up with a streetscape uh, scenario. Gotcha. Where we're going to bridge the streets between the BJCC, primarily the stadium, in the amphitheater site. So gotcha. think about a concert that's coming in town. That'll be all closed off. Yeah. And you'll have street vendors and, you know, local folks. Yeah. You know, and kind of having a tailgate atmosphere. Gotcha. Um, that, that way we got all the local folks contributing as well.
1: Outstanding. Yeah. Now, um, I think that was, all... what other projects would you point to that make you say, you know we really are shooting to be a sports entertainment town.
2: Uh, I'm telling you, the renovation on the arena, I think, is is really pushed us over the edge. I mean, we took something that had been there for fifty some odd years, yeah, that everybody called a bunker. yeah, and we made it look like literally a something in las vegas. it it kind of did look like a bunker. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, kudos to the staff at the BJCC. Yeah, I was able to go behind the scenes and they showed me all the value add engineering that they did that actually saved money. That's awesome. so that we came in under budget that's yeah. that's one thing that we don't get enough press about is all our projects at the VJCC came in under budget and on time
1: that's a big deal and for a
2: governmental entity to do that yeah, that can be hard that's you know? a big deal yeah
1: well I want to say thank you yeah not just for all you do but for your friendship Um, I want to thank you all for listening and it's always a huge shout out to creed 63 urban ham news and urbanham.com peace god bless i don't know why i said peace why did i say peace god bless this podcast has been brought to you by jefferson county sheriff's office